Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey! Where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com news. Another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host Brian Bledsoe. And as always, if you want to connect with us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24/7. We are available now on Google Play and iTunes, and definitely would appreciate it if you subscribe to either one of those platforms. We are being broadcast through Spreaker. I appreciate them, as always, for providing the, this platform. We are coming from Houston, Texas today. Um, actually, you know, it's, one, it's funny. One of the things I really love about being able to do this podcast is the convenience of being able to um, go go to certain places and just stop. Actually, right now... I there was a traffic jam so here in um, Houston uh, um about where is it oh I was on Interstate 10 going into Houston coming um going west and there was a traffic jam and there was a truck stop down the road so I'm like well let me just go ahead and stop now and record this uh episode and it, it the the convenience of doing that it just uh it's it gives me a lot of freedom to to do these podcasts and I would like to do more live episodes but given the nature of my business as far as going here and here and there and actually right now I'm in Houston but I'm on my way to Laredo on um, tonight so 
I wanted to get this out and make sure I um, put this out for for you before I head down there. Because one thing I do know, <laughs> between Houston and Laredo, there is basically no sort of, I will let me put it this way, there's not good connection there, especially if I would try to do a live episode. So uh, whenever I can, trust me, if I can, I will do a live episode, but I just want to make sure that I am putting out something on Tuesday and Thursday. So that being said, like I said, appreciate you listening. Um, tonight we're just going to just chat about the the I guess the judiciary hearings for Neil Gorsuch and um, just a little bit about that. I mean, other than haven't seen much of the hearings on C-SPAN, I've just seen clips here and there, but just, just going to touch a bit on that. Uh, there obviously, obviously there was a, um, com- uh, I guess sort of a controversy of over at the blaze and uh, Tommy Laren uh, has been suspended given from I'm guessing from her comments that she made on a view on Friday about being pro-choice and uh going to talk a little bit about that also exciting news especially for yourself my my well yourself yourself too if you actually read the book but for me personally that um had to do with politics going to get in a little bit of that and um also the same <laughs> the same subject that I guess I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks the Obamacare replacement plan Trump care Ryan care whatever you want to call it a little bit about that as well so as I said I definitely want to say again I definitely appreciate everyone listening um and if you're liking what you're hearing I'm hope you would either like here on Spreaker or well, subscribing on Google Play or, or um, iTunes, whatnot, uh, you know, like it, share it. I appreciate it all, and just uh, I really appreciate doing uh, doing this. This is a real fun fun project that I've just stumbled across doing. So, so I guess get right into the first topic. Um, talking just a little bit about these um judiciary committee hearings that is going on right now like i said i really haven't been able to watch the whole the whole hearing it would be nice if i could just sit back and just watch c-span all day and watch it uh, i mean i find stuff fascinating so it, it wouldn't be like it would be torture for me to watch it i will i like to hear these um hearings um or even all the other other things that go on on C-SPAN. I mean, I, I watch C-SPAN all the time. So it's kind of like when I was up in D.C. and I was able to attend the Energy and Commerce uh, uh, hearing. And I, I, I was I was drawn into that. I, I li- literally could have stayed there all night. Right? But I knew I had to leave because I had to catch an Uber to get back to my truck and um, leave in the morning. So, but... I was, you know, I could have, I could have stayed there and listened to all of that. So, but, um, from, from what I'm hearing so far, I mean, it hasn't really gotten that far. You had the first day was yesterday and today with the, you know, being the second day 
And the, the clips that I am hearing, I know um, Senator um, Diane Feinstein tried to try to ask um, Judge Gorsuch um, about what was it? It was about um uh, oh about the Second Amendment. Well, that's one clip I heard. I don't know all the questions that she asked, but as far as um trying to get get him to say something, I guess. Or at least try to get his opinion on the Second Amendment, and I, I felt that he answered it, you know, quite quite well. In the sense of where he was just what he was saying about upholding the law, which is that that is exactly what what I would want from a judge, just to uphold the law and not legislate from the bench, as you see, especially from a lot of the liberal judges out there, whether it is Supreme Court or the, or the lower, lower courts as well. So, um, And I heard some other things as far as when it comes to, um, uh, I think it was from like talking about Roe v. Wade, I think, and... Or what was his opinions on that? I would just, I'm just want to hear about his opinions about upholding the law, and or if it's something that is against the Constitution to repeal it or whatnot. So right now we're in the second second day of it, and so I'm guessing we're gonna get a little bit more. <laughs> also, one thing I did find a little bit funny. I found it funny, but also time I heard it, I was thinking about, okay, how would this have been received if this was, you know, the past eight years with Obama? So, um, uh, Senator Ben Sass, uh, basically he told, he told a lighthearted joke about, uh, he was saying that his wife texted him and, and wanted to ask, how can you, now I'm not saying this word for word, but I'm just saying, uh, how are you able to stay, sit here all this time without peeing? I, like I said, I don't know that's word for word, but I'm just going from from that. Anyway, it was funny. And I laughed too. But the the thing that instantly came into my mind, time I heard it, is that I could just imagine if this were eight years, you know, then the past eight years, and, if we, and we flipped this around, and if, um, uh, let's not say Ben Sass, let's say Chuck Schumer, I guess, uh, uh, pick a, a liberal. And, we'll, and we are... Whether it's Elena Kagan or um, or Sotomayor, we either one. And if we flip that around, and he told that similar joke during the hearing or whatnot, I could just imagine. I could just see it on Hannity like that same night that all oh, these liberals are not taking the <laughs> not taking the procedure seriously. They're talking about peeing, and it just that's what I found funny. I found the joke funny, and I also found it funny because I I could just imagine, and I'm pretty sure. That it's probably that probably is going to come up tonight on Rachel Maddow show or something, or even on CNN. Someone's going to say, going to bring up saying that, well, look at these Republican senators are not taking the process seriously. They're joking about pen, and that's what's going to happen on on the liberal side tonight. Probably, I would not be surprised. But anyway, that that was just it. Just the observations I've had from the limited amount of content that I've seen about the hearing so far. So. So that um, I'll probably have more on Thursday, maybe, maybe I guess I don't know, but um, that's all I had on that. And 
I would encourage everyone to, you know, go and maybe if you if you don't have the time to watch the whole hearing, I I'm, I mean, trust me, I understand that's a long hearing, and um, we'll catch some clips, you know, uh, what on C-SPAN, Fox News, or a matter of fact, the Senate Judi- uh, Judiciary Judiciary. <laughs> I know I'm not even gonna cut that out. I'm gonna let you hear me try to edit myself. <laughs> but um, but the the Senate Judiciary Committee has a Facebook page where they show the hearings as well. So uh, I tend to go to that sometimes. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, this <laughs> if he is confirmed, he's gonna be there for a long time. So it'd be great to be informed and. And take a listen to to someone who may be a Supreme Court justice for the next who knows forty some odd years. It should be a good time to get to get to know where he stands on a lot of these issues. Because after after this, if he's confirmed, uh, you're probably not going to hear much from him. You're not going to get as much of the information about him afterwards as you're going to get right now. So it. You know, if you're interested, this would be a good time to to tune in. And before I go into my next subject, oh, and talking about informing and being educated, I just want to mention about Facebook group that I talk about every episode, being the Founding Project, and definitely want to give them a shout out because they are they're looking to educate people on the founding of our country, being the Constitution. You know, it's you know, talking about Supreme Court justice right now, talking about looking for someone to uphold the Constitution. Well, it'd be great for people to know, to be more familiar with the Constitution. And that what this Facebook group right now is looking to do to inform people on on the Constitution. So right now um, they have a Facebook group. You just go to Facebook and search the founding project you should be able to find them find them there they uh, are working on a website hopefully that um, they will be up soon and I'll and as I said before hopefully I get some of them on to talk more about it they definitely probably get more detail than I'm giving right now I just want want to put it out there for everyone to, to to hear about and to look them up and um hopefully as their as their group grows and when the website gets online, that more people will be um give have more resources for people to to be more informed about just the law of our country. So, so that being said, kind of go into this next topic, which is Miss Tommy Laren, <laughs> and isn't. I don't know how long I'm going to go on this, really, because on The View on Friday, if you haven't heard by now, <laughs> um, it's funny. I don't have these audio clips that I could just play back for you to hear. So I would just what what you're hearing from me on Trend Chat, I would just advise you just to Google it until I am able to get a production staff, <laughs> if that ever happens. But I'm just saying to to just Google Tommy Laren, The View, <laughs> or Pro-Choice, or something like that, you would probably find it pretty pretty easily. Um, you know, so, you know, if I get as big as Rush Limbaugh, maybe I will, you know, I'll have a staff and have this big old studio and 
have audio clips and all that. But right now, you just got me giving uh, a real, very loose <laughs> interpretation of what I'm hearing. So I would just advise, just Google what I'm saying and you will get <laughs> you will get a better understanding of what I am, what I'm bringing to you right now. That being said, let me just say what she said on the view. She's um, one of the things that wasn't the only thing she was there for. I don't know. I think uh, maybe 15 minutes. I forget. But the th- <laughs> but the statement that's catching everyone's attention is that she said that she's pro-choice. And the reason why she's pro-choice is because she's constitutional. And that just <laughs> lit everything on fire and <laughs> like Twitter just blew up on that, especially from conservatives. And, um, and I totally disagree with her logic on being pro-choice. Her logic is as far as being constitutional. Cause I just feel for, for her to make that statement, it, that just totally discounts the human life that is in the, in the womb. So I don't, for her to say that you, you totally are not you, you obviously don't see that there is a baby that that needs to be protected as well as anyone else and so that I totally would disagree with her just based on that now the thing about it for me is that when I when I heard this and now I'm seeing everyone posting on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot about it, I, I was like, well, it actually wasn't a shock to me. Not because I, not because, you know, of some that I knew that all the time. The thing about it, I did know this because she has mentioned this before last year in a, magazine i think a magazine article anyway i came across it last year and i and but she didn't go into detail as far as when she what she did on the view as far as her why she is pro-choice at least i don't remember it last year so i remember that then i was even at that at that time i was disappointed but even when i heard it then I wasn't as surprised by it because it even go back even further because I remember her speech at CPAC in 2015 when she wasn't with, she wasn't with, with the blaze at that time. She was with one American network. Notice I'm saying it in kind of a question because I'm trying to remember, but even then when she made a speech, it's funny. If you go back and listen to that CPAC speech in 2015, when people really didn't know her, the, how the crowd was just kind of like, I can just imagine part of the crowd was probably half, half field in there. And the reaction was kind of like, you know, real light, few little golf claps in there, here and there. And, um, and I, I could just imagine the reaction in comparison to then if she was there, if she would have been there, you know, this past CPAC in 2017. But uh, even in that speech, she said that she was socially moderate. So when I heard that, I, that doesn't automatically mean she's going to be pro-choice. But my, my thing is that when I heard her, when I heard the, um, the statement on the view, and then when I also read 
what she said about being pro-choice last year, it didn't surprise me because I heard her make those make that statement about being socially moderate back then in 2015. So for me, all this is kind of like, oh, well, I'm it's, I'm really not surprised by it. Now, like I said earlier, I totally disagree with her logic on it. But the thing for me is that I disagree with the number of conservatives on a number of different issues. So for me, I'm I'm seeing a lot of people where I'm just done with Tommy, you know, like or just say I can't believe this about Tommy and which I, you know, I'm disappointed. I was disappointed. Like I said, I'm dis- I was disappointed back then as well. Uh, but there's a number of issues I disagree with certain conservatives on on a number of issues. So this is one of them. And for me personally, I actually feel it, to, it seems like it's just more of a piling on. Like the people who really didn't like her, they have grabbed onto this and just beaten her across the head with it, like Negan on on The Walking Dead or something. And, and it's just like they like they they found something and they they now they're just gonna just knock upside the head with it now, <laughs> just because I already didn't like you before. I just now I'm gonna get this along with some other people who do maybe didn't know about this before and just gonna use this against you and. I mean, that's how I feel about about a lot of this outrage all of a sudden. And then <laughs> um, when Monday hits, she gets suspended by the blaze. And I was like, whoa, she she got suspended. And I was thinking, about, so she got did she get, <laughs> did she get suspended for that particular comment? Or now also another comment she made is she was saying that pro-life conservatives are hypocrites. Now, that's more inflammatory to me as a pro-life conservative than what she said about being pro-choice. Now, I don't know which part got her suspended, but either way, I don't know those comments by themselves are a reason to have her um, to be suspended unless there was something else that happened. Um, now that's totally up to Glenn Beck and, you know, everyone who is running the blaze if what they want to do as far as suspending, that's up to them. I just didn't understand why, um, I mean, they didn't really go into detail as far as why she was suspended. So, but, uh, I didn't really understand. I didn't get the reason for the, for the suspension. Like, it's like she did something, um, wrong as far as like she might have said an unpopular opinion, especially among conservatives, that's that's true. But that I don't see that as grounds to being suspended unless there's something else that happened that we don't know know about. So and so anyway, she's gone for a week now and I guess she'll be back afterwards. I guess I guess she will be. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Um hearing that from um, I think like Daily Caller and Daily Wire and other other websites are saying that her um contract ends in September but you know she could be gone before then you know depending on what's going on over there at the Blaze and you know it's funny if she, if she is fired or or she just in you know leaves at the end of her contract or whatnot. 
um, I would not be surprised she does. She finds work somewhere else pretty quickly. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I'm seeing a lot of people. Uh, who's going to hire her after the blaze fires her or whatnot? I can see a number of places she can go. I, I mean, she, I don't see her as being as as toxic as some people would think. Uh, like I said, I just think a lot of people just don't like her because of her, because she's maybe because she's loud, or then people would just say that she maybe because she's um, just maybe too I don't know, just too brash <laughs> or something, and. But I mean, I may would, would disagree with some things as far as what she um, what she says. Um, like I said, I, I disagree with her stance of being pro-choice, and some people don't like. I guess maybe how she maybe she's she's too passionate over, or seems like she's yelling at people or whatever like that. I like I remember when Glenn Beckel that way I, that way too, and. I don't have a problem with people being being passionate about issues. I just either way, whether you're conservative or liberal. So if you're talking like about no no, um, trying to think of someone that's um, um, even your Keith Obermans, you know, uh, being liberal is and they're you know loud and whatnot, and um, it does that doesn't bother me. I I I rather have someone overly passionate about something than someone that is not now <laughs> saying that coming from me because i'm not that way i'm i'm not someone that you probably would see as being of that sort of um sort of a host as far as being really loud because i don't really get up overly upset about or outraged about a lot of things um due to just just myself i'm just more laid back personally and and i'm more laid back based on my personality and based on my feeling of the sovereignty of god that's my reason why i am so laid back is because i just i just believe that god is in control over everything so i'm so a lot of so whatever it is it it doesn't really get me that wound up um and that just goes into how i view things so but that's just that's me now but if you have someone who is i don't have much of a problem with it so and i'm i don't know i'm guessing people who will listen to this would maybe have more reasons give me more reasons as far as why they don't like tommy or maybe reason why they do like tommy uh me personally i mean i'm more indifferent towards uh towards tommy uh, I, I I did appreciate when she was talking about Black Lives Matter. A lot of those things I actually agreed with. Um, and maybe some people probably think she took it too far. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I don't. If she did take it too far, I didn't think it was so way too far to where I like, wow, I just can't, you know, can't see uh, where you're coming from with that at at all. But you know. So that's how I feel as far as with the whole Tommy Lauren situation. Um, now, actually going to save the best for last. I'm just going to wait for that. I'm also I'm going to go and talk about this 
Obamacare replacement plan, Trump care, Orion care, Rhino care, whatever you want to call it, care. Like I said from the very beginning, it's all government control care. It's based this right. I don't care how you want to spend this, whether you're talking, you know, with Paul Ryan, whoever, even my rep, Pete Sessions. However you want to spend this, it's still government control of health care. It's it is Republicans want to take control of of some of a part of a I guess of an industry. So, like I said, whatever you want to call it, basically, you if this is Republican control of health care. So, like I said, that that's why I don't have a problem with people calling it Trump care because it's like like if you was calling Obamacare. So basically, this is gonna be Trump care. So. And so right now there are, and it's actually kind of getting kind of under the radar a little bit. I mean, everyone's still kind of on the, know what's going on, but with the whole, with the Gorsuch hearings and, uh, well, also, you know, March Madness, that's also getting, getting a lot of, a, a lot of attention as well. So it's kind of going on the radar a little bit. So, but right now, they uh, actually, they didn't have right now. They don't. I've heard they don't have the votes in the house to get this passed. So hopefully that would turn into maybe some positive reforms of this bill. Personally, I would just I, I wish they would just start over in a way. But if not start over, there is a bill by Representative Jim Jordan that basically just kind of goes back to the 2015 bill which they all voted for um and voted yes for about repealing Obamacare. I mean, that's already out there. So if this uh, um if this doesn't pass which personally I hope it doesn't pass and I hope that this bill by representative um uh, Jim Jordan would pass. And uh and at least at least get to the point to where you are actually repealing Obamacare, just like all of these, you know, congressmen have been campaigning on for the past six years. So, so that's where we at right now. Uh, actually, by Thursday, which probably will be the next podcast, that's when um, the Impala will have the vote on it then. But as of right now, they they don't have a have enough votes to have it to pass. So, matter of fact, this is a time where a lot of a lot of the people who are standing up to the to the leadership and trying to tell trying to tell leadership to you know <laughs> keep your promises, basically to what you what we have all. You know, there's a congressman that are saying about what they have been promising to repeal Obamacare to their constituents and whatnot. And so and they're they're standing up and saying we need to keep that promise. And I'm pretty sure right now there's a lot of uh, uh, what arm twisting to these members of Congress right now. And I definitely would encourage people if. If you want, if I mean, if you want this bill 
to fail so they can um, so you can have a better bill to actually repeal Obamacare. If you don't want this bill and you have and your, you know, your representative right now is standing up to to leadership, I would definitely recommend you give them their office a call and shout them out on Twitter and whatnot and and support them and say, hey, keep uh, keep it up and, you know, and hold hold the leadership accountable to to do what they said and and fully repeal Obamacare and not this basically a tweaking of Obamacare. So yeah, definitely, definitely go out. Make, you know, if you have the time, make a call, make a call. Uh, If you're on Twitter, it's probably the quickest way is is to just link them up on Twitter and just send out a couple of tweets uh, of, of support. So, uh, that's, um, that's about it on, on, on that, on that. So last thing <clears throat> I haven't mentioned today, but I do write for a website called Politichicks. And if you want to read, a, you know, a couple of my articles, just go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe. And actually, I will be right. I'm writing another article right now about the uh, about attending my representative, um, Congressman Pete Sessions. Uh, he had a town hall on Saturday and I was in attendance. And I actually I'm writing an article on that, which should be out sometime this week. And so um, so speaking of politics, the last thing is that politics is releasing a book right now. And it will be uh, it will be released next month. But they're going on a book tour. Anne Marie, uh, Morell, Morgan, Brittany, Sonya Sasser. They're all going out. And in this book, it is basically a collection of of the writers and you know, contributors of the website and some of their articles that are are going to be featured in this in the book. And yours truly has an article in that book. I am. So honored <laughs> that um, Politics chose one of my articles to go in this book. Actually, it's the article about me becoming a delegate. Uh, it's actually an updated art, um, version of it because in on the website it stops at where. Well, I don't even know that I've become a national delegate yet. In um, on the website, but in the book is updated to the point that after. You know, after everything is over, so if you go if you go to politics dot com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe, you can find out that article. Um, it's my journey um, from being a delegate from from state to national, and you will see that version. But when the book comes out, you can get the updated version that goes further afterwards, after the national convention is over in Cleveland. So, uh, so. I am proud to announce that I definitely will be talking about that more. Hopefully I might be able to go on some of these stops, media stops with, um, uh, with Anne Marie and, and everyone else. If I can be in, in the area somewhere. So 
maybe I hey, who knows? You might see me on Fox and Friends, but I'm, <laughs> no, probably not. If anything, if I'm even there, I won't be in front of the camera. I'll probably just be in the green room or something. But <laughs> but uh, I am definitely I am excited to have to have that out and to share that with y'all. And when um when the book comes out, I, I'm gonna be ta- I'm gonna be talking about this for <laughs> even after the book comes out. I'll probably keep on talking about it and <laughs> but uh, i definitely want to share that news with you and that and that was it for today and i am glad to, that you are listening and i really appreciate it and like i said uh there was a traffic jam and i decided to go ahead and record this podcast um I guess right now I'm going to head and end it right now. Get back on the road. <laughs> Hopefully, traffic traffic had uh, sped up a little bit, and I can get on to Laredo. So, again, um, if you want to reach us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same name: Trend Chat Twenty Four Seven. And we are on Google Play and iTunes. And again, I am on politichicks.com if you want to read my articles politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe and I appreciate and I I said said it maybe about five or six times in this podcast but I really do appreciate everyone listening actually right now when I'm looking at the stats we are at 417 plays I mean that's I appreciate every one of those plays like 50 downloads so I appreciate it all. I, I really am astounded by all of this. Just writing for Politichicks. Like a year ago from right now, I think I probably, well, I've already written one article for Politichicks, but doing this podcast, writing this, being in the book, I, I mean, no, I, I haven't even fathomed none of this. Because it just, it's not the fact that where I like, I feel like it, just wasn't going to happen that I was even trying to do any of this. It just, all of this just kind of came in a way just by suggestions from, from friends and just people just reaching out and saying, Hey, you you ever thought about doing this or doing that? And I'm like, no, not really. I don't mind trying and just see where it goes. Just like I did in writing and just like doing this podcast. And like I said, this has been a very, fulfilling time to just do this podcast is definitely as far as when it comes in in comparison to writing it's a lot easier <laughs> um like i said i'm doing this article mind you the, the meeting was on saturday <laughs> today is tuesday <laughs> and the article still is not out yet because i am still writing it and that just kind of goes to show about I, by me not being a natural writer there, but here I am doing the podcast right now. And I have here, I think almost 40 minutes of content that probably could have been written out, but here I am just, it's just a lot easier, easier for me to just speak it, you know, just get it out there. But I am going to continue to write as, you know, as much as I can when I have uh, ideas as far as, you know, something that I can put out in more than just a paragraph. So, so, Anyway, like I said, I really appreciate everyone listening, and I just 
want to, I guess, want to end it off in right now and I guess to Thursday. Don't have the topics yet, obviously, but check out on on Instagram or Twitter and Facebook. That's I normally I put out the topics um, that day. What I'm gonna gonna be talking about later on. And until Thursday, I will chat with you later. can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.